Dave Moore on Today FM podcast. It's Dave Moore on Today FM and I'm joined by Anne Doyle and we're here to talk about a fabulous book, Anne. Anne Doyle presents Tales of the Other World, a frightful collection of Irish ghost stories. And immediately this appeals to me because I remember, sorry, I should say, first of all, I don't believe in ghosts, right? That's the first thing I should say. Uh, I can see your eyes changing <laughs> Be shape already. Yeah. Uh, the second thing is I do, however, love Irish ghost stories. As a kid, I read so many of them. There were so many books of ghost stories and I don't know what it was about them. I lived in suburban Dublin. You know, it wasn't like a particularly scary place where I lived. You know, uh, I remember going to Limerick as a child and visiting my cousins and we were having a sleepover and they turned the light off. And I remember shaking my hand in front of my face going, guys, I can't see my hand. They're like, yeah, it's nighttime. I was like, I'd never been in dark before, you know, yeah, because well, Dublin is dark, lit. of course, in absolutely dark in a, in a country place. Um, you know, if it's quite rural, then the dark is all enveloping, really. Yeah. And I suppose when I was a child, there certainly wouldn't have been all the distractions and forms of entertainment there are now. So we sort of specialised in frightening the living daylights <laughs> out of each other. We were good at it. So ghost stories were, you know, part of your life. And I've always read, like yourself, yeah. I've, I've always liked a scary story. And an Irish one as well, in particular, I think there's an angle there. There's something that appeals about the the, the, the feeling of familiarity around this ghost story. But I, I love the introduction of your book where you say you believe in ghosts, but you're not very f- necessarily fond of the fact that you you no, experience because, things. Yeah, because I'm kind of frightened of them. Mm. And, you know, I would say that I believe in ghosts despite myself. OK. Let's put it that way. Right. Um, there have been enough inexplicable incidents in my life for me to feel that I really have to believe in them. But no more than yourself, you know, a part of me would think ghosts, ah, come on. Mm. But then if you see one, that does rather change your mind. No, I think that's the key. I think for me, it's not that I'm just immediately sceptical of everything because I I do lean into the scientific side of things whereas if somebody can prove something to me or if I experience something mm. that I can otherwise not explain, then I think that will change my opinion. I'm I'm open to be convinced, but just as of yet, you know. I haven't been. And as someone then who, you know, is perhaps afraid of a ghost, why would you put yourself through (laughs) the stress of putting this together? Because surely while you're compiling this, you're A, awakening memories of your own ghost encounters, but also terrifying your dreams, I would imagine, with with the kind of things, because I mean, there's such a collection of stories in here. You can't help but be affected. Yes, I, I had, and I read many, 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 other stories. To get to the ones mm. that we have, yeah. yeah. But but uh, there is a delicious attraction in being frightened. There, there's <laughs> there a little is. frisson there. there you know, is. I mean, sometimes we do half enjoy scaring ourselves to death. Most I'd definitely. have to enjoy, uh, say that I really enjoyed reading for the book. Okay, brilliant. But but yeah, I, I look over my shoulder even more often now. Yeah, there is a story. I'm glad my producer Maria isn't here today because there is a story in here about arachnophobia, which, uh, you know, leads to other things in the tale, but she's not a fan of the spiders. Um, didn't you have an actual ghost in your house? Yes, we had a lady who was there when we moved in. Um, and mercifully, I wasn't the only person who saw her. She didn't engage with you. She just, she was a small, slight woman with grey hair and a bun. And she was in the basement and she just moved about a lot. She was kind of unsettling. You right. know, you know, somebody darting about as if they were terribly busy. Yeah. Uh, and you would, you would see this. 
Like it's not something where you've read about it or something we heard no, a noise. You would I go no down to the basement. Who she was. I, I have no idea. You know. Um, did you ever try and engage with her, talk to her, or like? I did not. Right. It didn't occur to me. Mm. I got a bit of a shock I the first imagine. time I saw her. I got a bit of a shock almost any time I saw her, and then the, she completely ignored me because she was going about her very she busy business. Busy and uh, restless. She was okay. She was kind of unsettling, and then after I'd say about three months max, she just didn't seem to be there anymore. But for a long time, I was kind of wary at night going down to the basement. I didn't want to see her. Right, I can understand you know, that. When I was sort of happy to think that she had moved on or gone wherever. Or and what got... was drawing you down to the basement at night? I mean... Um, there's drink, Your Honour, in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> of course. No better reason in the world now, to get I some know, courage. I, you could say, well, why didn't you take the drink, the drink Your Honour, yeah. out of the basement? As a woman of sort of... You know, occasionally excessive habits. I find it a wise thing to leave things to in the basement. Maybe down, she was yeah. a sort of a temperance <laughs> ghost. You know, keep me possibly out of there. So possibly so. It's Dave Moore on Today FM, and Anne Doyle is here talking to us about the brilliant book. Anne Doyle presents Tales of the Other World. Uh, it's out now, and people should get their hands on it. I think as the winter comes in. This is a really good book to be reading. Like, because especially as a dub, as I said, like you talk about that walking. That is beyond kind of you. I think I love you. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> Please keep talking. Will, all that sweet talk. But I was thinking of the difference between you and myself. So you would have walked home through the dark and unlit streets. Got the scholarship, though. You did. Get, see, there was, was work doing. And my reward was to go to boarding, boarding school. Boarding school, yes, for yes. a reward. Yeah. You can really get lucky. <laughs> Whereas I remember walking home and getting the bus home and getting the dart home because I went to school in Dublin City lived out in the suburbs but like the scariest thing I might meet is like an inner city thug on the way home from uh, rugby training in the Crow Park Steady or whatever up now <laughs> speaking as a person who lives in the inner city <laughs> I won't have that <laughs> they're not all thugs Ad, but there was the odd one that I would meet but it was a very different life but I think we both do share a passion for music and I don't know if people would necessarily know that about Anne Doyle because the perception of Anne Doyle is the newsreader and like you know, and ah, but I do get out okay. Oh, you do. I've I've heard that all right. Yeah, but what? I really stay at home. <laughs> what ghost, you know? Yeah, of course you can't possibly say that there. What kind of stuff excites you musically? Like what? What would be? Because often it's it's something from your teenage years or your twenties that really kind of sticks with you forever. You still listen to music. You listen to then. Uh, I probably I like the blues best. I okay. suppose. Yeah. yeah. I probably started listening. I came to Dublin when I was 17. Right. Came to college. So you were uh, finished school, straight into college at 17. Yeah. And I would have listened to a bit of blues before that, but I'm, I think probably in my first year, I was in Earlsford Terrace and in the Aula Max, Muddy Waters played there. Wow. And then I remember probably the next year going to the stadium to see John Mayle. And so there were there were names that, you know, you wouldn't get to see. So yeah. I, I always had a fondness for the blues. Rory, Rory Gallagher. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, one of the best Just ever. Wonderful, yeah. Yeah, amazing. Um, let's move on to the quick fire round, Dan. This is simple questions. Oh, oh You don't have no, to have any study quiz? done. It's not a quiz. No, 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 no. It's all questions about you. Oh, God. Uh, number one. Can I lie fluently? Absolutely. I would expect Fine. nothing less. Okay. Uh, number one. What would you like to be definitively known as the best in the world at? Being happy. Wow, amazing. But I would never, I never would. So <laughs> she morosely. <laughs> would you like to be known as the happiest yeah. person? Why not? Around? Why not? Why not? Uh, who's the most famous person in your phone? Brian Dobson. That's pretty oh, famous. 
That's a good shout. Carl will appreciate that now. He's a big Dabo fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> brilliant. Um, when you were in national school and it was Susbjog, did you have a lunchbox? And if you did, what was in it? Sandwiches, probably cheese. And uh, oddly enough, I didn't have much of an appetite at that stage of my okay. life. Would there have been a treat at all ever? I used to throw the damn thing over the wall into <laughs> O'Brien's garden. Now O'Brien's no. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I grew up to be a dreadfully hungry creature. Right, but at that point we yeah. weren't too... Right, okay, I okay. often yearned for those golden veil sandwiches. <laughs> uh, who would you like beside you in a zombie apocalypse? Oh, good Lord. You don't have to know the person, but is there anybody that you think that's who I'd spend that time with? Donald Sutherland. Wow. Why Donald? Why not? Well, fair. He's a handsome man. (laughs) The son is okay. Yeah. Fine fellow, but let's face it, a poor shadow of the real thing. Donald is the real thing, yeah. I don't really much mind where he's beside me. Just (laughs) Just have him on. Donald's beside you. (laughs) And the final question is then, because I don't, do you and Doyle wash your legs in the shower? Yes. But why? Like What in the name? Because it all happens. It's it, there's runoff. Oh, you mean do I get a scrubbing? Do you brush actively and lather wash? Up? Yeah, yeah. Oh God, no. Oh, good. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> no, it's, I just stand, I, you know, beside the water barrel, under the drain pipe, and the water just runs over me. <laughs> what a wonderful description! And Doyle's book, Tales of the Other World, a frightful collection of Irish ghost stories, is out now. I highly recommend it. And thank you so much for coming in. And thank you for this treasure. It's brilliant. Thank you so much. You've been very sweet. Thank you. You're welcome. Dave Moore on Today FM podcast.